Hey everyone, welcome back for episode 108 of the PATH Podcast. I am Jason. Hey, I'm Derek. And we are so glad that you've decided to join us on the PATH this week. Um, Derek, this week we have switched gears. Uh, We're taking a break for a little while from uh, the Book of Revelation, which has been fantastic. But um, we have really important and really not, you know, no pun intended, but very interesting uh, series that we're going to be in for 10 weeks here uh, leading up to Easter and following Easter. But yesterday we started a new sermon series called Person of Interest, Mm -hmm. uh, which we're going to be looking at all kinds of aspects about Jesus Mm -hmm. and, and the historical Jesus, but also Jesus who is our Savior and who is yeah. the creator of the world and, and the universe. And so um, I think it would be really helpful uh, for us to spend a little bit of time talking about why this. Why yeah. why take a break from Revelation and start this series called Person of Interest? And um, so if you could just maybe unpack that for a few minutes of why it's important for us to do this. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we... Easter is coming soon. Yeah. Easter is the uh, the the biggest day in, yeah. in the uh, Christian church's calendar, our calendar for sure. It's you know as soon as Easter's over, you start thinking about what are we going to do for Easter next That's year. Right. So yeah. uh, Easter and Christmas really, but I mean and everything in between. But really, I mean Easter is is is, is important. Um, Easter gives us an opportunity also um, because people are more likely to come on Easter and Christmas. That's yeah, true than any other day and um so th- there's some aspects there you mm-hmm. know and what is easter about it's about our lord it's about our savior jesus you yeah know? um it's certainly about his resurrection and you know in the past we've we've looked at that from an old testament perspective and the mm-hmm. prophecies that were promised uh, you know we've looked at so many aspects of it and this year because we are emphasizing um evangelism, uh, reaching out into our community, helping people to uh, come to faith in Christ, you yeah. know, folks who are in our circle. We, we've we've um, been talking about that for the past three weeks. Uh, we, we've got a new emphasis where we are identifying people in our circle that don't know the Lord and we're praying for them yeah. and, and trying, to find, trying to find ways to bless them and um, encourage them to be here for this series and mm-hmm. for Easter as well. And, um, and you know, really, it just boils down to like we live in a world that's um, com- compete uh, constantly um, seems antithetical mm. to Jesus, right? Or yeah. um, you know, um, doesn't really care about Jesus. You know, not you know more concerned with themselves, more concerned with uh, our lives, um, and you know. Here we are every week, um, meeting together, worshiping this, our Savior, yeah. and we know He matters. But um, it's kind of an apologetic, if you will. Right. Apologetic is just um, apologetics is the study of um, how do we defend defending the yeah. faith, right? Yeah, yeah. defending uh, our faith. So um, <clears throat> it's the goal is over. You know, was it ten weeks? Ten weeks. Yeah. yeah. The goal is over ten weeks to just you know observe why Jesus really matters still yeah. not and not just for Christians not yeah. just for you and me but that everyone's going to have to come up with a you know an answer for right. what they're going to do with Jesus yeah we talked about that a little bit yesterday you know that um, you know Jesus really does still matter and I think a lot of people 
Well, number one, you ha- you have to deal with the fact that Jesus is a historical figure. Mm-hmm. You just have to. the The evidence is is clear and, yeah. and crystal clear. So then you have to decide. Okay, well, is he just an ancient sage? Is he just uh, a character of history? Yeah. Is he some zealot, zealot? You know that led the short-lived res- revolution. Yeah. And what well, you know, the answer is no. You can't limit Jesus to those things. Yeah. Like, you know, his <laughs> quote unquote revolution has extended for 2,000 years. Right. I mean, it grew. It's uh, grown and grown and grown. Um, so, anyway, our culture, whether they want to do something with Jesus or not, is ultimately going to have to do something with him. Mm-hmm. So, that, that's kind of the idea of why we did this. You know, yeah. it's, it's just this idea of. Jesus really does still matter in a world that rejects him. I mean, you've got things like even um, Christians who are deconstructing. That's kind of yeah. a, a buzzword in the past what, five years. Right. Really a- a- ramped up even more recently, I think, mm-hmm. with, with some high-profile Christians that have you know deconstructed their faith and right. and uh, and and moved away, you know, from faith and toward atheism or right. agnosticism or something like that. And because it's so high pro, high profile, it brings it into the light of the um, of the world and the community. We you know we have to ask these things, and, and maybe maybe those high profile Christians have caused some to even doubt why they trust Jesus or yeah. why does he still matter? What do we have to do with him? And uh, I think this series is going to help us accomplish that and do that and to help people see. Why Jesus really does matter, and why you have to do something with him. You can't yeah. just write him off as um, as just you know a really good guy, nice yeah. teacher, you know, right? Moral guy, kind of guy you can follow, but not you know. Question is, is he Lord and Savior? You yeah, know, that's what you have to deal with. Yeah, I, I think um, one of the things that is really um, exciting to me about this series is that it has multiple layers of implications for mm-hmm. us. And, um, you know, I, obviously as followers of Christ, our task is to go and share the gospel with people or to create environments where people can hear the gospel. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this is one of those environments that we're creating. Yeah. We're having this series of, um, you know, talking all about Jesus and, and how we have to do something with him. And we're encouraging people to invite their friends, mm-hmm. their neighbors, their coworkers mm-hmm. to come and, and hear the gospel. And that's, I think that's fantastic. I'm so excited about that. But I think the other layer of that, just for me personally, and I think for, for people who have been followers of Christ for a long time, that it's, it's really good to be reminded of how incredible our Savior yeah. is, like, yeah. um, and, and it should stir up our hearts to worship Him more. And mm-hmm. and I think that it's easy. Like uh, you made a point early on about um, the fact that you know the world is is constantly vying for our attention to pull our attention away from Jesus, mm-hmm. and it's it's good sometimes because I think that. Um, it's easy for us to have our attentions drawn away, mm-hmm. uh, you know, momentarily. Mm-hmm. And it's good for us to have that reorientation of saying, no, let's focus on Jesus mm-hmm. and let's look at how incredible he is. And it's not just, you know, um, it's not just, yeah, let me just hear a story about Jesus. Mm-hmm. It's, no, let's do some really intense study about who this man was mm-hmm. and how he was 100% God and 100% man. And there's all kinds of things that, um, that we can observe mm-hmm. that 
show us the truth of who Jesus was. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for instance, yesterday, um, you know, we talked about the fuse and the fallout mm-hmm. of, of who Jesus is. So talk, let's talk for a few minutes about there. there's this, there's a fuse that leads up to Jesus. There's the explosion of Jesus into history, and then there's the fallout of that afterwards. Yeah. So talk, talk to us a little bit about that. Well, you know, Number one, with with that terminology, I think it's good to have kind of a little bit of background in case you weren't sure, here yeah. yesterday, as to why we use that terminology, mm-hmm. right? So, um, some of the material we are using, um, just you know, to help us with with you know somebody that did a lot of the investigation already, mm-hmm. is a guy named Jay Warner Wallace, and mm-hmm. he was an atheist, and uh, his wife was interested in Christianity and going to church. And so, you know, he he decided to um, to go with her one time, and the pastor made the statement that Jesus is the um, most intelligent and most important and um, most um, well. Let's see exactly what he said here. most transformative man who ever lived most mm. most the smartest most interesting and most transformative man that had, had ever lived well as an atheist he's like you know yeah please <laughs> yeah. prove it yeah come on you know yeah. so he went and bought a seven dollar bible you know like one of those mm-hmm. gift bibles at walmart you know yeah because he didn't want to spend a lot of money on it because he he figured he was gonna because he was mm-hmm. a cold case homicide detective yeah he thought well i can I can, I'll prove this wrong, and I'll move on with my life. And yeah. Move on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so he uh, began to do that, and as he did it, he realized. I mean, he ultimately gave his life to Christ and right. became a Christian, and, and wrote about the validity of Christ and why he does still matter uh, in a world that rejects him mm-hmm. in the Bible. But um, all that to say is, with his terminology of cold case homicide detective, yeah, he he's been able to he's been able to identify murderers years after the murder happened by that terminology of the fuse, Mm -hmm. the explosion of the the actual event, the Mm -hmm. murder, the disappearance, whatever that caused the cold case to kind of start, and then the fallout of it. And he uses the fuse and the fallout to determine the explosion, like what actually happened. Right, yeah. And he determined that he was going to do the same thing with with Jesus. Mm -hmm. And so... Um, so all that to say is, yes, you do see the fuse, mm-hmm. right, that that brought Jesus um, here. And he said, if Jesus, he said, if Jesus was truly the most interesting, most transformative, you know, the smartest man to ever live, then he would have a very long fuse, mm-hmm. right? Centuries even, he would expect yeah. it to be that way. And so he began looking through that. And... Um, you know, certainly Old Testament scriptures, because, you know, the Old Testament, we know as Christians, is all about Jesus. Yeah. But that can get lost, you know, because uh, our Jewish brothers uh, and sisters yeah. have the same Old Testament that we do. Right. But they still don't believe in Christ as the Messiah. Right. So, so you, of course, you got the Old Testament that does that. But then he's also, uh, throughout his book, is talking about other, you know, things mm-hmm. that... That, that were that fused to bring Jesus about to that exact point that he came. Yeah. And um, and then that explosion of Jesus' arrival 
causing a giant um, fallout as yeah. well. And he was able to look at all those things and determine, yeah, Jesus is right. valid. We have to do something with Jesus. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and we, we talked about this week kind of introducing the idea of the fuse and the fallout. The following weeks will be looking at all those things, you know, the yeah. fleshing out of the fuse, fleshing out of, of the, the fallout, fallout more yeah. often. But in, but simply, we and we looked at yesterday, is that, you know, Jesus himself said, um, my time has come. Like, yeah. I am here to fulfill what I had come to do. Like, the arrival of, of that is the, in this moment, has happened, you yeah. know this in this uh, mark on humanity's timeline. This this you know Jesus enters and all things change, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what we talked about uh, talked about yesterday. As yeah, well as that. yeah, that's great. So um, maybe then how how can we um, think about as we're trying to get you know people are listening and, and you and I are trying to get our minds in the right place of moving forward through this series. What, what do you think would be some handles to hold on to as we um, as we begin this journey mm-hmm. of you know I, I think let, let's be let's I think it's let's go ahead and put this on the table Jesus is a person of interest mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. us yeah I think that's obvious it's the whole point of the book <laughs> it's the yeah. whole point right Jesus is a person of interest so if we're gonna let's go ahead and we'll we'll make that statement Jesus is a person of interest okay so if he is a person of interest what do we do next where, yeah. where do we go from here? Well, I mean, number one, I mean, I think, you know, it's great for, you know, a guy to write a book. Yeah. You know, um, it's it's great for me to get up there and say these things, right? Mm-hmm. It, uh, you'll uh, preach as well in this series. Yeah. You know, that's all good and well. Mm-hmm. But what eventually made the difference in Wallace's life was that he went and tested it himself. Yeah. You know, so our goal is not just to force feed you and hand you like, well, yeah. you have to believe this because it's valid. No, here's some of the things, but check them out for yourself. Yeah. Weigh them yourself, you know, like wrestle with them yourself, deal mm-hmm. with them yourself. Um, I, um, Spurgeon, I quoted C.S. Lewis yesterday too, but Spurgeon said, you know, we need not, um, um, you know, force the word of God or something like that. Basically he says, we just got to let the word of God loose. You know, yeah. it's going to prove itself out, you know, itself. Right. So right. there's many stories of people like this that said, I'm going to go prove this wrong. And they end up being, you know, the most ardent supporters. Right. Yeah. You know, I think of like people like Lee Strobel. Yeah. Who did a, it was a very similar kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, C.S. Lewis himself, yeah. you know, uh, was once an atheist and uh, came to know Christ by, you know, examining the 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 evidence so i think that you need you might not be a cold case homicide detective but that's (laughs) okay you can do the work too and we're going to try to help you do that through the series and see some of these historical things too uh that was one of the things that uh warner you know uh, wallace said was that he was going to try to prove uh without ever even looking at the new testament right now we're going to look at the new testament we we're you know that we're we're doing Bible preaching. This is a you know, yeah. a series of preaching, not just uh, apologetics. But the idea is that we're going to weave all that in and help you see it too. You know some yeah. of these some of these things. So number one, test it yourself. Check mm-hmm. it out yourself. Read about it yourself. You know, um, um, I, th- I think you know you can grab this book. There's others, uh, the Case for Christ by Lee Strobel. There's others that you could read. Mm-hmm. Number one. Number number two. Uh, and maybe this is for those folks who are 
um, they already know those things, right? Mm -hmm. But um, bolster your confidence in who Jesus is, Mm. right? Like, I think that's what we need in this culture is that the culture we live in is seemingly more, um, you know, um, antithetical to Christianity, kind of, you know, going against it, you know, um, antagonistic is actually the word I was looking for. You know, is antagonistic in ways Mm -hmm. to people who believe in Jesus. So that's going to be harder and harder for us to, um, you know, face the culture we're in and stick to our, you know, our guns, if you will. Uh, Maybe that sounds right terminology, but, you know, stick to our, our, the truth that we know. Right. So, bolster your confidence in who Jesus is, man. Like, yeah. uh, the evidence is there, and it should build confidence in us so that, you know, we can find <clears throat> opportunities not to beat our friends over the heads with yeah. it. We've talked about that a lot in the Revelation series, but to just, you know, beg people, hey, let's have a conversation. Right. Let's see where you're at. Let's see where I'm at, and just talk. Mm-hmm. You know, let's let's... Would you come over to my house? You know, mm-hmm. can I? And, you know, it's this idea and this idea of my circle is not just to be prayed for those. That's part of it. We begin with prayer, right? But then we we learn who the people are. We yeah. get to know them. We listen. We find commonality and common ground with uh, folks that, that uh, you know, aren't like us as Christians. You yeah. know, we, we, we get to know them. Then invite them over. Have, have a meal with them. Right. Bring them in. You know, show hospitality. And then we get to the point where we, um, you know, begin uh, sharing with them yeah. uh, who we've trusted, our testimony, and how Jesus means so much to us and why he means so much to us. So I think it's important in this series particularly is to, you know, bolster our confidence in who Jesus is, yeah. you know, to be amazed at, you know, um, who he is and what he's done so that we can... Um, we can have confidence as we share with others, yeah. you know, as well. So, yeah, I think it's a great point because uh, uh, there have been those in the past who have used, who would use information like this and brandish it as a weapon yeah. to beat people over the head mm-hmm. with it, and that nothing could be further from what the intention should be mm-hmm. of this. This is, like you said, like you just said, to bolster our confidence in who Jesus is. Mm-hmm. That. Um, you know, I think I think a lot of times we think as Christians that we got to have all the answers. Yeah. Um, we don't have to have all the answers, mm-hmm. uh, but we trust a God who does. Yeah. And so let's learn to trust Him even more. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's one of the um, one of the unfortunate fallacies of American Christianity is that we think it's this it's like a single transaction where okay, I got saved, now I'm a Christian, yeah. I should know everything. And nothing could be further from the truth. I mean, you see, um, you know, I, I think you don't have to look any further than the disciples in the Gospels that these men spent every single day for three years with mm-hmm. Jesus. And some of them still didn't get it in the end. Yeah. Like yeah. they still had to, they had to experience more of Jesus. And so for well, us. every single one of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and so for us, I think it's just, this is a great step in learning to have more confidence in who mm-hmm. our Savior is. Mm-hmm. Because when we have more confidence in who Jesus is, it gives us a better understanding of how we live in interaction with Him. But it also gives us a better ability to fulfill the Great Commission, mm-hmm. to go out and share the gospel yeah. with people. And um, 
and it should all serve as a catalyst for worship. Yeah. That the more that we learn about who Jesus was, the more that we realize mm-hmm. He is worthy of every bit of our worship. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I think that that's a that's a good thing that we're we're not looking to give you here's your presentation that you go and give to people mm-hmm. when no, you no, no. when you go and share the gospel with them, but. Hey, let's be so confident in who our Savior is and our and and our understanding of who He mm-hmm. is that we're able to go in love and yeah. say to somebody that we care about, "Hey, I want to share something with you that is I, I love you enough to share something this important mm-hmm. with you." Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's a that's a great way maybe to to look at if you're already a believer, if you're yeah. a follower of Christ that loves the Lord, let's let's use this as. Um, kind of a, a stepping off point to continue to grow in our understanding of who Jesus is. Yeah, I think a great way, and, and you know, we're, we're we're dealing with baggage from you know decades yeah. uh, of churches. You know that you know, unfortunately, uh, I think a lot of the reason Christians are deconstructing mm-hmm. is because they've been hurt by the church. Yeah, and not necessarily Jesus, but they've been hurt by the church and. As an extension of the body of Christ, right, members of the body of Christ, we are, we are the we are the church. Yeah. We're his, his body, but at the end of the day, we are not Christ. You right. know, and yeah. so that's why I would say, like, number one, I I know of people in our congregation that have had ch- church hurt. Yeah, but they're here, right? Despite some of that, thank God. Mm-hmm. And so what I would say is, don't don't we are not trying to force you into some kind of thing where you go and share yeah. uh, with all these people and we got to get more people. It's not, it's not that it is. This is important. Yeah. It's true. It's valid. And, um, and if we realize that, then we should want to share. Yeah. But even as how we share, cause I, I remember growing up in a church and, you know, and I think this was fine, you know, I'm, I'm not upset about by it, but it was very, it could be very legalistic if you're not careful. Yeah. And so we learned faith evangelism or the Roman road evangelism. Yeah. We yeah. learned how to share our faith. And as a 16 year old, I am um, going door to door witnessing with men in our church and ladies in our church and people in our church. And I remember pretty early on and I'm terrified, terrified, <laughs> yeah. but here I am. They pushed me up to the front. I've been trained, you know, yeah. I knew how to ask all the questions, and here I am. We're knocking on this person's door, and here I am, you know, as a 16-year-old, you know, sharing right. my faith and getting doors slammed in my face and, and some people being willing to pray and, you know, yeah. uh, uh, leading leading some people to the Lord, you know. So it, it, it was, there were things about it that were effective. But if you're not careful, that kind of stuff can be very legalistic, and yeah. you have to do this to right. earn or you have to do this to that's where it gets dangerous right mm-hmm. you have to do this to earn god's favor or god you know forces you to do this you know, i think in that regard we we messed up um the way we should evangelize is exactly like you just said i care about this mm-hmm. because jesus has done something for me and i care about you yeah i really care about you and I would love to share with you. Mm-hmm. Can I? Yeah. That's evangel. That's the evangelism right. that we ought to be doing. Yeah. Hey, and that, and that is the evangelism of like take not Christian evangelism, but that's the type of evangelism you see in every other aspect of life. Mm-hmm. Of hey, this movie was cool. Yeah. Let me share about this movie with you because yeah. it was great. It's the exact same thing yeah. with Christianity, like the same model that yeah. Jesus is 
incredible. Yeah. And I want to share about him yeah. with you. And and um, and I think understanding that it's not our job to sh- to save people. No. It is our job to share about yeah. Jesus. Yeah, Jesus is the, sh- the, the Savior. <laughs> yeah, Jesus is the one who yeah. saves. And I, and I think that, to, I, you know, I've experienced some of the same things that you've experienced as a, as a teenager. And there was this tinge of you got to go out and get these people saved. Mm-hmm. And that's not our task. That's yeah. not what the Great Commission says. The Great mm-hmm. Commission says go and share the story. Yeah. I'll do the saving. Trust yeah. me to do that. I'm that, the only one who can do that. Now it is our job to share. Absolutely, it's our job to share. But yeah. the whole reason, like here, we're we're focusing on your circle, right? My yeah. circle is because it's the people that are already in my life. Like we're not going to go r- knock on some random door person's door. We might, but anyway, chances are, yeah, you know, that, that's not going to be our main emphasis. Let mm-hmm. me just say that. Uh, we might go give you know Easter flyers out, or we might go share you know uh, encourage people to come, yeah. or, you know those kind of things. But all that to say, what's most important is you you already have people in your circle. That's right. Who who aren't coming to church, or who don't know the Lord, mm-hmm. and we all we that it's built in that we care about them yeah. because they're already in our circle of influence. Might be a family member, might be a friend, might be a, a coworker, but it's somebody that we are in constant contact with. That we know they don't know the Lord, yeah. and the Lord's placed us in their lives, and so I care about you. I care about what Jesus has done. Mm-hmm. Can I share with you because I care about you? Like, would you be willing to listen? Yeah. And at the end of the day, you're right. It's up to God beyond that. You yeah. know, like we we share. I, I think eventually, you know, we plead. Yeah, but it's but it's you know out of love and compassion that's right. and, and yeah. kindness, um, but that we should we you know these are things we should care about. These yeah. are, and know. it's all done from it's done from a posture of love. Yeah. I I love you. I care about you yes. enough that this is so important that you need to know about yeah. this. And not you better believe this right now. By golly, you know, yeah. and 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 um, that's that's not going to be. I mean, think about you or I with anything. If somebody comes to you and says, you have to believe this right now. Yeah. It's like, no, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> You need to get up out of my face, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, but if somebody comes to you and says, hey, man, I care about this so much and I care about you so much that I really want you to consider this. Yeah. That's a completely different yeah. scenario, yeah. right? Um, and and, and that's, that's what we've been called to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's what we've been called to do yeah. is to share in love. Uh, about the love that we've experienced, mm-hmm. like I love, I love the the illustration that you use a lot is that we are like a beggar who has found yeah. a stash of bread, mm-hmm. and we go to other people that we love and say, "Hey, I love you enough to let you know that I found some bread. Let me yeah. show you where it is." Exactly. Yeah. And that's I love that illustration because it is absolutely out of a posture of love, mm-hmm. uh, but also a posture of I care about you enough that I want you to continue to live. Yeah. And uh, and we get to go share that with other people, which yeah. is incredible. I love that illustration. I just the, I heard it from D.A. Carson. So. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, he probably heard it from somebody else. It's probably been around a while, but <laughs> yeah. it is great. It's a great picture of Absolutely. what what what, a, what evangelism is and what you know this life is. Is yeah. that hey man, I stumbled on something. Yeah, you got to hear about you got, it. You got it's got to come like, see this. I yeah. got to help you find this because yeah. it's that important. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely good. All right. Well, here's where we turn it over to you. Jesus is a person of interest for us. He is of utmost interest for us. Mm-hmm. And so, over the next ten weeks, 
We're going to consider what is it about him that makes him interesting for us? Mm-hmm. What is it about it, about Jesus that makes him interesting? And we are absolutely going to see that from Scripture, but we're also going to see, just like J. Warner Wallace showed us in his book, that there's overwhelming evidence mm-hmm. for how incredible Jesus is. And so we're going to get to experience that, and hopefully it'll bolster your faith and it'll bolster ours as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but what thoughts do you have? What, um, how, how can we encourage you, number one, with your circle that you have influence in? And number two, what is it about Jesus that piques your interest? We'd love to hear about that so that we could discuss that and talk about it. Go I ahead. would even say, like, what questions do you have? Like, you yeah. know, this, this is a safe space. You know, we might say we don't know, but yeah. like what questions would... Would it be helpful for you to hear the answer to? Yeah, that would help definitely. give you some confidence as well. Maybe you're out there listening and you don't yet trust Christ. You haven't, you don't know Him as Savior. You know what? In what ways uh, can we? Um, you know, in what ways can you know we answer some of the questions you might have? You know, absolutely. Yeah, and and to to your point that it's a safe place that like maybe there's just something about Jesus that you read or heard in the in the Gospels that you're like, I've always wondered about blank fill in the mm-hmm. blank. We'd love to discuss those questions. Mm-hmm. You can email us at the path at LaFayettefirst.life. You can comment right on this YouTube video. Um, we would love to have that discussion with you. Um, another thing, too, is that if you would rate the podcast, uh, that would really help us out on whatever platform you're listening on. That would help. And you could share it with your friends so that more people could hear about this person of interest yeah. that is Jesus. We'd love this right here is a great tool that you can use absolutely to share with others that they can yeah. learn more about Jesus. Not that we are to. the best podcasters in the world, mm-hmm. but we're here and we're saying, hey, here's this is who Jesus is. We'd love for you to be like, hey, you should listen to this podcast that yeah. my pastors put out. Not because they're awesome, but because they love Jesus. Yeah. And so, um, so that would be great. But until next time, I am Jason. I'm Derek, and we hope that you will join us next time as we continue down the path.